the following podcast contains coarse language, what, sexual innuendos, what, and topics that may be considered offensive. If you want to listen to this podcast and you're under 18, uh-uh. if you want to listen to this podcast and you're over 18, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. So no head. Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast, I'm Casey Campbell. I'm CJ Vegas, and today it's pretty much all wrestling. Uh, outside of, like, me finally watching a movie that's been out for, like, a month, there's been no extra things outside of the wrestling world. I mean, a couple sad things, which we'll get to in due time. We don't need to blow it right out of the gate right now, but... Uh, and talk about the dream match what? that happened on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh my god. Dream oh, match, what? don't call it. I have no dream match. It's a nightmare match. What? What? Um, please don't do this for the entire show. I'm not going to do I'm not going to do it. No, no. It's okay. It's okay. Um, well, we had Samoa Joe versus Murder Grandpa. Yes. Uh, also, some things at the end of it. We can come to that if we want to. Um, we have wrestling hot takes. Oh, I told shit. people, don't just give me things you're making up to get people pissed at you. Give me real hot takes that you believe in your heart. Yeah, don't go. Got to get them out of them. Don't go for cheap heat, y'all. I I can't be like, what? What's your favorite WrestleMania match? And someone's like Molina versus Alicia Fox. It's the best one. It's like you're doing that just because you're gonna get people pissed at you. Don't no. Give me some real shit. No, that's that's heat, dog. Saying something like the RKO is the worst finisher of all time or something. That's valid. You get that's easily a believable. That's a, that's a valid hot take. It's wrong, but it's valid. I don't believe it, but I just <laughs> first thing that came to my mind. Right. So like we're gonna do wrestling hot takes. We're also gonna talk about resurgence of Buff Bagwell. Yeah. We talked about him a couple episodes back where he was like Hey, maybe the buff daddy's gonna get on some deathmatch wrestling, and we're like, "Go home, buff. You're drunk." But now he is not drunk, and he's pretty fun on Twitter. Yeah, dude, who knew it? Buff fact, Buff Bagwell was fucking cool. I'm sure we'll have some other things in the heat of the moment. We always end up going on tangents. Oh yeah, and uh, and uh, we have another another band to play for you. A new song that just came out this morning. So it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a great time. Yeah. Uh, first off, AEW has been delivering the goods oh, week after week. Yeah. Oh yes, AEW yeah. has been fucking fire. Sorry, it was awkward silence. I had to burp. Oh, it's okay. I was taking a bite of my burrito. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to eat while you record stuff, but like, fuck it. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I if I ordered anything, I would be doing the same thing. But I I'm upstairs in the apartment building, so if they ended up coming by while we were recording, I'd be like, "Fuck!" and have to run downstairs. I'm oh yeah, that. that's right. You have a religious procession happening in your fucking neighborhood. Oh yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Before I ask any how anybody's day was or week was, okay, I need to get this out there. I don't try to bury religious people on this podcast. I do that enough on my Twitter and my Instagram. Jesus. I, <laughs> I forgot today was Good Friday, which is like a religious thing with Easter. Nah. And there is like an army of people from the church a couple streets down from me that are walking <laughs> down the street. One of them is dressed up like Jesus carrying a cross. The other are dressed up like Romans. And there's just like a whole bunch of people, like a, a couple like children, like three, four, five, a couple people... We're just there and following along. They're gaining more people with every street. And they're chanting in another language and praying and stopping in the middle of the road. And I had it, like, echoing through my apartment and making its way onto here. 
And I was getting pissed. It makes sense. Like, uh, y'all religious people be like, you guys are crazy for not believing in God. And then religious people, I'm going to dress up like Jesus and just carry across to the road. (laughs) See, what you need to do, brother, is you need to go out there. You need to throw some jean shorts and a vest on. And you need to stop them in the middle of the street and be like, talk about your Psalms, talk about your John 316. (laughs) Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. What? Uh-uh. Austin 316 said, I just nailed your palms. Oh my god. <laughs> my god! Stutter him while he's just nailed to wood. <laughs> the era yeah. of DJ Vegas has begun! <laughs> <laughs> Only. I don't even have a vest. Oh, I have a punk vest, but that, that would hurt them way more because it's full of metal spikes on it. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, get a yeah. stunner on a fucking spite shoulder? Ah, yeah, no. Yeah. I ain't taking that up. <laughs> I ain't taking that Go down. hard or go home, motherfucker. Get that, back in your cave. That doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> Jesus, get no selling that. Um, but besides that, I mean, my week has been pretty good. I had a day off, uh, I think it was Monday. I had a day off for a Monday for a while. Yeah. Um, for for the first time in a while, not not I haven't had Mondays off in a while. Fuck it, I can't talk English today. Um, but me and my wife stayed home. We made a good Italian meal, and then we uh we watched Jackass, the new Jackass movie. Oh, so good, so funny. it's very good. There's a couple times where I was like, I can't watch this. Mostly the parts where like the pig come. Oh yeah, no fuck that. It's like it, it it's like simple enough, but like. Uh, I'd end up gagging. Everything else, though, I loved. Like, part where they're all in the furniture store and the old man gets launched through the roof. I'm like, oh, it's this perfect. is perfect. The setup is so good. Uh, it's fucking amazing. It's pretty good. It's so I saw it super stoned in theater full of people. <laughs> and, like, so I had to close my eyes a couple of times because it's just fucking gross. Uh, <laughs> like... The opening part with Coxzilla. Yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then fucking Pontius flattening his dick. Like, I didn't think it was a dick at first. I thought it was like, there's a weird... A weird like, puppet, yeah. Yeah, and then afterwards I saw Chris like standing and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, and that's they showed a... it and it came back to me. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Chris is always doing stuff with his dick and putting oh, yeah, it in no. He fucking put it between glass. Squished it! Squished it flat! <laughs> made it a ping pong paddle. Made it a ping pong paddle! That's Poor Danger Aaron, show. by the way. R.I.P. That man's nuts. <laughs> uh, last week, I actually went to a new venue in Boston called the Roadrunner. Oh, hell yeah! And I got to see Bright Eyes for the second time. Hell yeah, brother! It was brother. really, really good. And Connor Oberst wasn't like completely drunk mess like he was the first time. Oh, so, so that, like, that makes it better. So it was a good show. He was, like, dancing and vibing at certain songs, playing the keyboard at other parts. Uh, other members of bands came on stage, and they just had, like, a giant, like, mega show. It was real fun. Place is clean. Real good selection at their bar, which is always a point for me. Oh, yeah. I don't want to I don't want PBR fucking eight times a show. No. And, and, okay, I know this ain't your cup of tea anymore, Casey, but it got, it got me pumped. They had a really good pours. Oh. I had a I had a vodka Sprite, and it was, like, perfect. I had, um, had Guinness Tallboys. It's always nice when they fucking pour. Oh, yeah, this is like I'm at the Shaskeen again. Yeah, dude, it's always <laughs> nice when they fucking pour that shit perfect. Yeah, like... I, I still remember. I, I've Lady forgotten. Lady with that. Oh yeah, no, a lot of places fucking suck with that. I'm like, y'all, y'all gonna just give me shitty rum and coke, like eleven dollars, and expect me not to complain? Go fuck yourselves. Some places, I some venues I've been to overpour, and it's always a treat when I sip my fucking Jack and Coke and <laughs> I go, oh, so you're trying to fucking kill me? That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> so. It was a great night. I was vibing out. We had some food beforehand. I got to see Bright Eyes. Had a bunch of good drinks. Really good seats because the floor opened up on the side. And I was maybe like 25, 30 feet from the stage. 
fuck yeah, homie. That shit, yeah, that so, shit rocks. That's a jackass one day, bright eyes the next, and then uh, I didn't have to close for a couple of shitty shifts, so that was good. Fuck and yeah. now I'm here. I'm doing this with you. I'm going to watch more Aqua Teen Hunger Force after all this ends, and I'm going to get some food. How's your week been? Uh, work. Work. <laughs> nothing but work. Uh, watching old 90s wrestling and fucking... I've noticed that. Oh, well, really? I... Oh, yeah. No, what, what, what gave it away? Was it... What? <laughs> what? What? Oh, fuck! <laughs> Undertaker! My Undertaker! My anus is bleeding! My anus is bleeding! <laughs> Your brother's alive! <laughs> he comes back with a fucking mechanical voice box like he's Uncle Jimbo. If I do not win this match, I will set myself on fire. And it's just like, where's my cheerleader girlfriend? I fought corpses. They call me George Corpse Grinder too because I hump dead bodies. Oh my god. He sounded like fucking Chris Barnes on the new fucking Six Feet Under album. You fight for life, Brian. Are you from the rope? The body just twitching there. <laughs> this is gonna destroy my voice. Holy fuck! Are you from the I'm, rope? I'm gonna need it for later. I'm gonna need it for later. We have things in mind. Oh yeah, gonna... we got stuff we're gonna do today. Uh, AEW, let's get right. Let's into get. It. Let's AEW. get back to that because we already mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. uh, AEW, one hell of a show. It opened up. With what could, what some could consider a dream match as well, Pentagon versus CM Punk. Oh shit, was lit, homie. Like I actually didn't get to watch that match, so I'm probably gonna have to do it because I was cooking dinner. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. So many fucking reversals, false finishes. Uh, both men got all their shit in, brother, and uh, and it ended because Penta went for a fucking. I don't remember exactly what he did. I should take notes. I don't take notes. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, he went for a springboard off the ropes, and Punk caught him. Uh, he Punk just said, that doesn't work for me, brother. And then he put him to sleep. And then... Uh, <laughs> Big dude, little dude, hit him with a knee. He's out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Punk, Punk brought out the Anaconda Vice for this match. I've been doing that a lot lately. Yes. It's awesome. So fucking cool. foreshadowing. Could be foreshadowing some shit. Uh, it's going to be wonderful when he wins that title and tells me how fucking stupid I am. Excited for that. Everyone's like, oh, heel MJF is the best heel. It's like, just wait until CM Punk turns heel and it has a title on him. CM Punk is going to win that world championship and he's going to call me a fucking fool and I'm going to love it. <laughs> yeah, you, it's one thing for CM Punk to just like say shit. Well, like, he's not going to bring out the big guns and mega heel stuff for the fuck of it. Yeah. He's going to wait until he's at the top, and he can hold that shit over everybody's head. And then, boom, now you're going to witness a star. It's going to happen immediately after he wins the title. I know it. They're going to redo the fucking... I know they already fucking called back to it with MJF, but I feel like they're going to redo what he did... After he won the Ring of Honor World title. We're just like, ha ha ha, you all fucking suck. I told you that I was here for you. Lol, 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 lol. You believed in a stupid made up fucking superhero. Ha ha ha, eat my balls. He's going to turn, he's going to get the title and go, Aubrey, turn around. I need something I need to sign. Oh, he's going to no. sign a WWE contract. Oh. <laughs> History repeats itself every 20 years. That would be fucking crazy. It'll never happen. Oh, no. No, just for the... Bit. I don't know, man. I don't know what will never happen anymore. There used to... There used to be certainty in my business where the saying is never say never. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I mean, people were like, oh, Cody Rhodes isn't going... Cody Rhodes is there now. But now everyone's saying, oh, John Moxley's never going to go. And I'm like, John Moxley isn't going to go. 
You got a better chance of me believing that that, uh, that fucking Ultimate Warrior was a good person than fucking Fuck John the Ultimate Moxley Warrior. going to WWE. Fuck the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, I'm all week, it's like the anniversary of his death, and everyone's like, remembering the Ultimate Warrior. I'm like, yeah, I remember that he fucking sucked. We're going to have a shot after this podcast just to celebrate his death. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Terrible yeah. human being. Glad he's. I'm gonna do. A re- I'm gonna do some tequila, knowing full well the only shots he ever took were of fucking testosterone. Fuck, man. This this <laughs> dude. This this dude. I still can't believe the Warrior Award exists. I hate it. <laughs> But yeah, no, the the list of things that'll never happen in wrestling is getting shorter and shorter and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think Great Kali was gonna come into fucking AEW. Jesus Christ. Uh, now we'll we'll get to that too. Um next off, the next thing is uh Jericho Appreciation Society actually picked up a win. Wonderful. Wonderful game. I think I'm more mad at Daniel Garcia for wearing a backwards caddy hat than I am for him saying he's a sports entertainer. He's a sports entertainer. He has to wear the backwards caddy hat. Did you I not watch? I'm more mad at his fashion choices. Did than you I not? Am for that whole thing. Did you not watch the when what, the, the the genesis of sports entertainment where that was all the rage? You were in the NWO or DX, and you wore a backwards caddy hat. That's what happens. You're sports entertainment. Like, this gimmick is so good that Vince McMahon saw it and went, what if I did the opposite of that? Uh, but, uh, I'm, maybe I'm maybe my whole really... fucking deal is stupid. <laughs> I'm excited for this whole storyline. As much as I'm just getting the same thing every week, though, I, I, I have hope that we're going to get something extra in the next coming week. Because mm-hmm. every time uh, Eddie Kingston and LAX are on the... In the ring. They're in the ring with Jericho Appreciation Society. They always get the beat down. And me and Tanya are over here like, come on, one, two, three. Lights go out. Ah, damn it, damn it. Someone's going to come out here and they're going to even out the thing. Who could it be? Could it be Homicide? Could, could Homicide, be homicide. come in? Could be Homicide. I'm like, Loki? And she's like, Loki's a prick. And I was like, okay. Loki's a prick and nobody wants to work with Loki. <laughs> yeah. Homicide has already been there once, and there's a story. So that yes. makes sense, because he trained all of them. Yes. You can't say you wouldn't be stoked to see Eddie Kingston, Homicide, and LAX in the same ring facing off against, like... Oh, it'd be fucking Jake amazing. Jake Hager, uh, Daniel Garcia, Chris Jericho, and somebody else. It would be fucking amazing. I love it. I would love to see that. Insane. It'd be so, insane. You know, we're probably not going to get that until, like, 2025. Yeah, no, I'm pissed at the fucking finish of the of the end of the show. Because those lights went out, and I went, oh, yeah, fuck! Yeah. Like, oh, shit, somebody cool! And then, I, I was no. like, no. I'll, I'll get into that right now, just because that's the only other thing that really meant anything. Like, the Maria Shafir match was terrible. Oh, no, that shit was I had, I had some hope, and then immediately, as the bell rang, all hope just left. Jesus. I'm like, she botched everything, even her finish, and her finish was not even known. There, your finish, like, you, you, you can't botch your finish, dude. Like, brother, like... <laughs> I'm gonna botch my entrance, my finish, my the way that I present myself, the setup to my finish, everything. Then I'm gonna be surprised nobody's cheering for me. Oh, Jesus, weird. Oh, it's crazy. It's yeah. almost like if you're not a fucking trained wrestler you shouldn't be in a fucking wrestling ring <laughs> <laughs> but two people who should definitely be in wrestling ring is samoa joe <laughs> and murder grandpa big meaty man slap me yeah me, big meaty big meaty man slap me yes <laughs> i was literally watching this match and after like they could have of chops uh tanya goes save the thing and I went, what thing? She's like, the big E thing. And I went, big meaty men slap me. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was saying the whole fucking time. I, like, it was I was, three minutes to start the match of just chops. They could have done that for like an hour. And I would I mean, be happy. Yeah, it would have been entertaining. But I'm like, come on. We only have so much time on TV. Just Suzuki's face. It's just face. He's like, oh, yeah, motherfucker. Let's go. Bah. I'm always <laughs> Joe out here looking like me when I go out in the sun. <laughs> 
extra red and welty. They turned each other into hamburger. It was awesome. Yeah. Fucking Samoa Joe showed up to work today, and Tony Khan, like, ripped the line of cocaine and went, you and Suzuki slapping the shit out of each other. And Joe was like, that's awesome. (laughs) Samoa Joe versus Minoru Suzuki is just like Casey with the nighttime crew. Yes. <laughs> From what yeah. I've gathered the last week. No, fuck the, fuck the fuck my job. I I hate I hate this shit. Give me give me a couple more days and Scott Hall gif. Oh yeah, no, it, it's coming. <laughs> I'm walking the fuck out. I'm gonna show up to fucking another chain restaurant and be like, "Hey yo, you know who I am? Who I am." But, but you, you don't, don't know why, know why I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> the match went, like, just as I expected. Just a lot of stiff shots. Just blisters and blood and everything. The murder grandpa himself just took everything and went... <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. The, like, the give me more. Just sitting there fucking laughing at Samoa Joe. And I was like, this is amazing. How do you fuck Samoa, Samoa Joe? Samoa was just sitting there looking at him like... For real, gets hit a couple more times, more laughs. He goes, "Unacceptable!" And then just start knocking, beating yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, you know, I had a feeling because if you have somebody who's from another country and they're only here for a tour, yeah, you don't expect their them to have the title for too long. Yeah, exactly. Mojo picked up the Ring of Honor TV Championship, and from what I know. I think that's the the first time he's held it. Yeah, he's he's never held it before. He was like almost in tears, in tears probably. Oh yeah, no. And ring he, of in honor. that in the ring, and then like this part made me pop so much. Uh, Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal pop up and go, "Hey, last week we said that we had a present for you, oh, and here it is." And ah, they open it up and it's nah. the bird. And oh like, yeah, no, flips oh, him off. I fucking love that. I pop so hard for that. That was amazing. I and they get in the ring and the lights turn out and then here just comes Great Kali. Uh, not really. It, his name Ooh. is like Satam or Satam Singh. Satam Singh. Yeah, and he played for the Another man Mavericks. Another man with inarticulate knees. <laughs> he moves way better than Great Kali though. Yeah. I mean yeah, I know it looks like he can he can move his knees. Uh, okay, here's two things you might not know. One, he was one of the players for the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Beautiful. He's only 26. He's only 26, dude? He's like 7 foot 3. This man, he looks like he's a million years old. Like, what the fuck? Looks like he's like Satam the Wise. Satom, the fucking uh, Jesus Christ, Satom, that doesn't work for me, brother. Sing, <laughs> big dude, little dude. Can this man bump? Like, I have no idea. I don't know if he's actually had many matches, but apparently, uh, Tony did some research, and I guess back in like September, he signed with AEW. I'm, uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see. So he was probably working like with Nightmare Factory behind the scenes and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, for a no, while. I uh, Cody posted on Instagram. Uh Tim, the the current class, graduating class of the Nightmare Factory, QT Marshall, uh, and he's like, All of these people are gonna be having their first matches this week. And I was like, oh. Nice. Ooh, like it. Love to see that. Oh yeah, no. Um So like yeah, the lights went out <laughs> when they came back on it was him, and I'm like how the fuck are you gonna give us a whole like a surprise? And it's a surprise that like not even the people who are like, yeah. real deep in this shit know. Yeah, don't don't do the lights out spot for somebody we've never fucking seen before. What if he faced off against Minoru Suzuki? The lights came out, that went out, back on, and then it was fucking Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, that would have been awesome. My thir- yeah. first thought was Wyndham because I was. That would have been cool. He's got to... Eventually, he's got to show up somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to kind of transition to that, though, um, I hope that when Wyndham comes in, he doesn't have a spooky gimmick. He's just good on the mic. He looks like himself. 
and he is overall just himself. Because a lot of the time you put gimmicks on people, it really takes away from what they can do because it puts them in a box. Oh yeah, no, you don't want to be doing the box. And when we already have some, when we already have Sting and Darby Allen being spooky, yeah, we already have the House of Black being spooky. And, yeah, like you don't need any more. Just have him come in and be like, I'm a, like a second, third, fourth generation superstar. I'm great on the mic. I am a badass in the ring. Can move like a cruiserweight, hit like a tank, all that shit, and then just go out there and prove it. Well, for what me, WWE never let you do. Exactly, that would be awesome. But for me, the only thing that would make me not want to see that is if I knew how much of his gimmicks he owned. Like, what is yeah. he able to use? I know he can't use the mask. Fuck that. No, I know he can't use the name. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't think he can use Firefly Funhouse. Boo. Boo. Boo the WWE and their new sexier fiend, Alyssa. He's going he's gonna to come out and take out Adam Cole and then go, story time with Wyndham Rotunda, baby. Oh, that would be awesome. I would he's fucking gonna sit down on the, on the ramp and he's going to open up a book. It's going to be a children's book and it's going to turn into a promo that he's shooting. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh. AEW, give me money. Exactly. I mean, at least all these guys aren't coming in here to betray Stan. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Eric Bischoff needs to shut the fuck up. Eric yeah. Bischoff, literally, he's been taking shots at Tony Khan, and I'm like, 83 weeks. All you got is 83 weeks, dude. Like, the, towards the end, like, 1997... To 1999, your live program didn't have a program. Didn't oh. have a program. They would just go out there and do whatever. Shivani had no notes. Tanay had no notes. Nobody had any notes. Like, segments were planned, yes. But they did everything live. Backstage segments, live. Why? Speaking of Mike Tanay, you think that I don't realize that Excalibur is actually just Mike Tanay with a mask? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Aren't brother. AEW. I've been booking PWG for years. I know this. Oh, it's amazing. Mike Tanay works exclusively with Super Dragon. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so before we get into more stuff with our wrestling hot takes and stuff, uh, I think we should transition to a musical break. Yeah. Um, and this song just came out this morning. Oh, uh, it's off the album that's coming out relatively soon that I'm extremely excited for. Uh, this is The Wise Man's Fear, and this is their new song, Slumbering World. Beautiful.
and we're we back. back. Oh shit! <laughs> I thought. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just saying we're back. Yeah, and we're back. Yeah. Uh, that was Slumbering World by the Wise Man's Fear. Uh, they put out a couple songs already for their new album that's coming out soon. I think there's three other songs on it. All of them are equally as good. Fuck Some yeah, parts brother. a little bit different. I'm very excited. Their last album, Valley of Kings, was my all-time favorite metalcore album. So I can only imagine what is in store for me for this next album. Uh, so shout out to the Wise Man's Fear. Can't fucking wait. Yeah. Um, now it's time for our topic of the day. Oh, but perfect. before we get to the topic of the day, we said that there were some passings that really affected us. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Tim from uh, Dance Gavin Dance, Dance, their bassist, who joined them, I believe, 2014 or so. Uh, he was uh, in the band before that, too, right? Yeah. Uh, he, only for a small stint. It was only like a six-month stint. Yeah. Um, but he was actually uh, pronounced dead. Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, reasons? Unknown. We, uh, they're trying to keep the privacy right now. They don't want to get people given too much information to like get too involved with everything, which is understandable and respectable. Oh, perfect. Um, but yeah, it it's really hard. Both I think everybody in Just Plain Filthy, yeah, we even Bill, even the extensions of Just Plain Filthy, uh, are big Dance Gavin Dance fans. Yeah, uh, and all we're all fans of the later albums, and yeah. he was the bassist for all these albums. Yeah. So this hits very hard. I don't it's, know what this well. means for the band right now. If they're gonna try to continue doing what they have planned. With this, uh, like a backup basis or replacement for the moment being, or if they're all just going to take some time off and just kind of dwell on it and grieve because he was part of the family and a big friend of theirs. Anything that happens, we understand, we respect. Yes, exactly. Loss sucks. Uh, our condolences to him and his friends and his family and the band itself. Exactly. Uh, another person, a person who's Pretty big in the lives of both Casey and myself. Oh, yeah, no, big for this podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey Gilbert died. Godfrey. Yeah, and I know if people didn't follow him for a while or weren't as into him as we were, they'd be like, Parrot from Aladdin? So? Wasn't, wasn't he already dead? And we're like, no, he, was, he just wasn't in the mainstream eye for a while. But he was doing comedy clubs, he was doing roasts, he was doing voiceovers. He was doing cameo. He was in our hearts and our souls and frequently featured on this podcast. 100% of the time, R.I.P. our friend Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, so, in honor of Gilbert Gottfried and the fact that he was always just mad at everything. Mad, loud, in your face about things. We have a bunch of wrestling hot takes that we gathered from our friends and fans, and we're going to do a bunch of them as Gilbert Gottfried. Fuck yeah. So, if we need any elaboration, or we have any questions, we can talk normally, but addressing them, we're going to talk as Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. Uh, Casey, take it away. Alright! This first one is from Michael Bohannon. <laughs> The Hardys suck and have and have since day one. Hot topic mall goth parkour nerds. Like, uh, I mean, like I said in here, I was like, I not liking the Hardys is something like I can understand. They're not for everybody. Um, I I agree with like the hardcore parkour nerds thing, but I will say they are a great attack team. I don't like their aesthetic. I like them as a tag team. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, except for that match uh, that I saw live, that was fucking awful. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, the ladder match. I mean, it was all right. Like, but they it didn't. Exp- a, it was supposed to be a tables match. It was a tables match, and uh, they didn't match. explain that it was a ladder tables. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they didn't explain the rules properly, and fucking. We were confused as to why 
people were get like I, it, we figured pretty 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 much uh, right away that it was elimination, but they they never say it said it. I don't like it's very possible that all six of us weren't paying attention. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fair that's a fair argument for the hot takes. Um, next one by Tim Iverson. Oh boy. Tim Iverson says, just enjoy wrestling and shut the fuck up. Probably bricked that, right? Uh, yeah, no, so did mine. Actually, no, yours didn't. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm gonna hate hearing that live on when I listen to this back. That's gonna suck. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure everyone does. Yeah, just enjoy wrestling and shut the fuck up. That's a uh, hot Tim. take in the wrestling community. Yeah, Tim, we're a wrestling podcast first and foremost. That's not going to happen. Listen here, WM3. No. Uh, what? Uh, but no. Iverson, what are you, uh, Allen Iverson fan, huh? You get named after a basketball player, your mother loves balls. What? What? All right. What? <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, next, we uh, have... I would just say that one. That's a long one. That is a long one. We have Bruce Higgins uh, from our friends over at the uh, Top Rope Wrestling Podcast. Um, I'm definitely not trying to be edgy. And I talked about it on my podcast. Go listen to that. Uh, Matt Cardona put GCW in the mainstream talk when he beat Gage for the title. Yes, he did. Matt Cardona was very big for Game Changer Wrestling. I mean, it's the thing. The man has fucking seven titles. He has started to tell Booker's, don't put me in title matches. Like, Because I can't put him in my bag. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. Looking forward to that WrestleMania pop Matt Cardona. Like... I, I would say that that is a solid point. Um, I would argue that Joey Janela also helped out with that. Because Joey. without Joey Janela's spring break, nobody would be talking about GCW. Because they brought in the great Sasuke. They brought in Shinzaki. They brought in Ultimo Dragon. They brought in all these different people that got people talking about GCW. Yeah, exactly. So, I it's a toss-up between Matt Cardona and Joey Janela. I should crawl around. I wanna. I wanna be on Effie's Big Gay Brunch next year. Start training. <laughs> um. Next, Vinny Senzo says. Oh, Vinny Senzo has hard body calves. You, um. Vi- I mean, it's not a hard take. It's a hard body take. Vi- Vinny Senzo, are you putting yourself over on our podcast? He's he's a bro. I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, Love everybody, go home. We're putting ourselves over now. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a Nick Maglio right now and be like, because I'm contractually obligated. You know how fucking attractive TJ Vegas is. Like, holy shit. Listen, uh, don't worry Listen about the it, bro. movement. Don't worry about everybody else on this podcast. Uh, I'm a great worker, brother. Um. (laughs) Uh, Next, Anthony. Uh. Anthony McFly, okay. Anthony McFly says, Edge is a mediocre singles wrestler who doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. No. (laughs) I really hope that wasn't you trying to also be Edge. No, it wasn't. Uh, but you're wrong! I mean, yeah, for Anthony. <laughs> that was kind of an edgy take, too. Yeah, that's a really... I, I mean, I can see that. If you're not, I'm not a fan of Christian like, at all. I can I, imagine like somebody could not be a fan of Edge. Christian is not a fan of Christian. <laughs> so, like, that's understandable. I'm a huge fan of... I'm a Christian Mark, so... One of the peeps? I'm one of the peeps. Like I, I stand Genetti's. Like that's, it's my whole fucking deal. But Edge not um, deserving not to be in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's a take. I think if anything, he was put in the Hall of Fame too soon. He was put in the Hall of Fame too soon. I will say that. But then but again, he deserves it overall. 
he deserves it overall. And, well, at the time, they thought he was never going to wrestle again. So, like, yeah. let's fucking put him in while he's alive. Like, done. It's a no fucking brain. in, like, 98, 99. You got all these people so, like, that... That you're inducting posthumously, like Vader, <laughs> Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. Maybe put these guys um, in before you burn the bridges. Like the Steiners, cool. They're in. I loved that. That was perfect. Hopefully, that means that uh, Braun Breaker can just be Bronson Steiner. Uh, yeah. Can we have that, please? I don't like the name Breaker. I think I could deal with it if it wasn't Breaker with two Ks. That pisses me off. <laughs> It's not. It's not a name. You can call. You can call your finisher the Braun Breaker. Gunther is a name. Butch is a name. Breaker, not a name. <laughs> Breaker would be a good finisher name, though. They have a. They have a new Braun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say, he's better than the old one. <laughs> yeah, no, the old one. Uh, the old one sucks. The old ones on Twitter going. I need to buy a boat so I can sail around on all these tiers. I'm like, motherfucker, you gotta make money before you can buy a boat. <laughs> Speaking of Braun, because we brought up uh, Buff Bagwell <laughs> earlier. Um, Buff Bagwell and Braun Strowman online are having a thing. And he's like, well, you had a DUI, so like, I wouldn't be talking. He put up his like his mugshot. And then Buff Bagwell's like, shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Or should I say glass boat? And then just put a thing where Braun Strowman got a DUI for drunkenly uh, driving around a boat. My dude. Like, you, you don't bring up DUIs if you also have one, asshole. Dumb, dumb shit, dude. Like, control your narrative is fucking stupid. And we don't talk okay. about how stupid it is enough on this podcast. <laughs> okay, um, Bill, one of the members of JPF, yeah. uh, has three of them. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'll do... I'll do the first one, you do the second one. I'll do the third one. Alright. Okay. This, this last one actually leads into what I want to talk about next, so... Perfect. Is it what, your, your hot take? I mean, it's not a hot take. Right. But... Taz says! <laughs> Taz says, yes. Taz is giving a hot take about himself. <laughs> um... Taz Taz should be in the Hall of Fame. AEW career, though, has been hot garbage. Taz's career since ECW folded has been hot garbage. That's not really a hot take. That's a a Uh, fact. I agree with him being in the Hall of Fame because ECW, insane. Uh, TNA, he did good. uh, WWE early stuff with Sunday Night Heat and, like, holding the Hardcore Championship, that was good. Mm -hmm. Commentary, good. This group that he has is good, but the way that they're booking all the things associated with Taz is just terrible. I mean, the dude... The dude hasn't been booked right since Heyman stopped booking him. I said what I said. Like, the man has gone to promoter after promoter and went, all right, brother, like, fucking do something with me. And they're like, no, every single one of them. (laughs) We're going to saddle you with terrible gimmicks and terrible stables, uh, and you're just going to have to fucking deal with that. (laughs) Uh, What's the next one? Uh, the next one is, uh, Bill says, Batista, super overrated. Uh, yeah, maybe, like. Yeah, I mean, towards the tail end, when he first was in, like, Evolution and stuff. Oh, the nostalgia run, definitely. Yeah, when he was with, um, when he's with Devon all the way up until, like, after he was Tag Team Champions with Rey Mysterio. That whole area, perfect. Perfectly rated. Oh, yeah. And then after that, it, I just couldn't get into it. I don't know. Like, like, I, can, I can agree, but... I, there's there's certain things that I like. I like... Um, I like the stuff he did with Rey Mysterio. The Taker feed leading into WrestleMania 23 was fucking dope. Um, Steam song was great. You know who can make some god that who Tony Khan should pay a fuck ton of money? 
Batista. Boy Batista. That would be fucking. You could like his his music is not WWE, not made by the WWE. You could buy the rights to that, and the pop would Saliva. be insane. The pop would be insane. Imagine if that hit on dynamite shit would be lit. People would just start punching fuckers. <laughs> um, la- last little thing, which is the I guess the transitional po- point. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill says, Cody Rhodes, give him four weeks, and he will be just another name on your roster. Um, that could happen. There is a track record for that. Um, but I don't see that happening this time especially when you have guys like drew mcintyre bobby lashley uh who went out and did their thing on the indies made a name for themselves came back and won the wwe championship uh and the way that they're booking cody right now and the things that cody is doing to get over right now um wwe would look absolutely stupid uh to not uh, follow up on the beautiful story that they have directly in front of them. It's built in. Like, they didn't have to write anything for this. Uh, Scorned son of your ex-employee leaves your company, travels the world, makes your industry as a whole better, and comes back while a member of the other most famous wrestling family in the world is your world champion, and his and Cody's whole thing right now is, you never gave my dad the belt, uh, so why don't I take the belt? It's perfect. And if WWE doesn't pay that off, awful. Terrible storyline. Terrible move. Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes are the only people that should be with the belt because they are the only ones that wear pants. They're the only ones that fail. Nice reference to The Miz. (laughs) Fucking, that's the only thing that's over in WWE right now is Cody coming in. He's going on all these talk shows on Peacock. He's cutting all these promos where he refuses to speak Vince's stupid, made-up language. And that says two things to me. Either A, we're going to see Cody Rose back on TNT very soon, or B, Vince knows exactly what he's doing, has signed off on all of this, and, and this is big for Vince. He's booking an outsider who... Doesn't fuck with the sports entertainment mentality. And he's strapping a rocket to the back of that guy. Like, the the main guy from the other show is coming in and he's beating all your top guys? Vince has never done that. Like, and and he's doing it with, with saying things like championship belt. He's calling people wrestlers. He's looking directly at other people going, I don't care what you guys say. I'm not saying any of that. It was beautiful. Miz is out here correcting him like, it's it's a title. A belt holds up your pants. And Cody's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then he's like, I came here to beat the best wrestlers. And Miz is like, superstars. And he's like, sure. And I'm like, this is great. This is perfect. Like, it's beautiful and I love it and I hope it's signaling... Something, something has clicked in Vince McMahon's brain. And, believe it or not, I think AEW might have had something to do with this. Uh, yeah, I should probably start uh, acknowledging the fact that this is a pro-wrestling program. So, And I think that's good. It's good for business. It's good for the industry as a whole. But that's my take on that. Uh they're, they're doing... giving uh, creative freedom to him. They're like, here's the contract, okay? 
get full creative freedom. He's like, love it. You get paid $250 a week. Um, he might be up for that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, cause cut, like one of the, the fear that I had was he was going to come back and they were going to be like, oh, he's dashing Cody Rhodes again. Or he's, God forbid, Stardust again. But they gave him the whole deal, and they're booking him like a pro wrestler who is showing up in sports entertainment and going, what are you doing? Like, this is pro wrestling. I'm a pro wrestler. like A pro bowler. And, like, I'm kind of stupid for having doubts about that because, like, Cody's Cody goddamn Rhodes. He's not, like... He's not going to sign a contract where they're like, okay, pal, well, you can't call yourself a wrestler anymore. You're a sports entertainer. Like, no. Like, I'm a fool for thinking he would go along with that. And Vince would be a fool for thinking that he would go along with that, too. Because Cody, uh, say what you want about him, he loves this business, and he has integrity. He also ended racism. Give me a hot take. I mean, that's my hot take. Uh, everybody's shitting on Cody Rhodes right now, and I'm like, fuck you, Cody Rhodes, like, change the fucking industry. Okay, so Cody Rhodes being in WWE currently is awesome, is your hot take. Yes, it's good for, okay. it's good for the industry. Uh, here's the one that I said before it's... we got on the air that I was going to piss you off. Oh, oh here Goldberg we go. is a bigger <laughs> star than Brian Danielson. Fuck off. <laughs> I said the way that I word it is going to happen. I'm going to explain that. Yeah, please explain. I did not say better wrestler. Okay, I did not, yeah. I did not say um, it's a better athlete. I was saying when he was going, Bill Goldberg was making way more money. Well, yeah, no, but look at the ratings. all the entertainment business. He got people talking about them. Well, fans from all all over the place. He was a bigger star. Well, wrestling as a whole was pushing six point whatever in the Nielsen's, and now none of them can get over one. So, like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> I said it to somebody else, and they're like, "You're high," and I was like, hey, "No, I mean that's just numbers." Then. Like, I would also say, like, um. Yeah, I don't really have any on the top of my head that would be controversial as that. The but rock. if you just see it, if you hear me say that, you'll automatically get defensive. I'm gonna... I'm like, if I have to say he's a better wrestler, yeah, I, that's a hot take and that's me just being edgy. I, it's a hard pill to swallow, but he's a bigger star. I mean, yeah. That's it did, not disputable. You saying that did trigger something primal in my brain, but then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Fucking... Well, I was like, you're gonna get pissed at me at first, but hear me out. Nitro <laughs> in nineteen in the nineteen nineties, the worst episodes of Nitro, uh, were pulling four times what Raw is today. So yeah, like bigger star. Like I Goldberg's fault the fact that he went out the way he did because they knew what Goldberg was good at. They knew what made money. They knew the allure and everything. And WWE was going, we're not gonna do that. And oh, then, yeah. then it all went downhill. You don't put Goldberg in lengthy matches. You put him in matches that make him look like a beast. That's what brought him to the game. That's what gave you money. Superhero aspect of Bill Goldberg. The fact that he could potentially beat up people, no matter who they are, and put them in the fucking dirt. You don't give him, like, ten minutes and expect a classic. Because oh, yeah. you give him three, four minutes max... You get the other people to get some moves on, and then he gets drilled straight to hell with a spear, and then a jackhammer, one, two, three, good night. I have heat with Bill Goldberg. I've never forgiven him for ruining Bret Hart. <laughs> never forgiven oh, which, him. Which brings to, to the next one. Uh, yeah, I'm about to turn heel uh, real quick. Uh, this is my hottest take. Uh, and one of our best friends is, like, is going to get pissed. My hottest day, like, I'm a huge NWO guy. I'm a huge DX guy. I'm a huge Click fan. Fucking too sweet, me brother. But, like, um, Bret Hart is better than Shawn Michaels. 
Bret Hart has always been better than Shawn Michaels. Uh, everyone in the Hart family is better than Shawn Michaels. Um, I'll say not as like a personality. Not as a personality, no. On the on the on the stick, fucking Shawn's untouched. But in the ring, in ring skill, Bret Hart's better. In the ring, Bret Hart all fucking day, dude. Like, and and it's not like by a mile. It's not enough to say that he's better. Also, backstage, they're both pieces of shit, so, like, who fucking oh, yeah. cares? Like, <laughs> it's usually how it is. You get a good person, and they're assholes. And you get bad people, and they're, like, the most accommodating people in the world. Yep. Exactly. Um, my last one, it's not really a hot take, but I know old heads are going to get pissed at about, Let's go. about it. Um, New Day is the best wrestling faction of all time. That's... A take, and I kind of agree. I mean, like, they have good ones, sure, but, like, the, as far as entertainment value, <laughs> cohesiveness... Well, New well, Day never fucking sank a wrestling company, so, like... And that's a yeah. direct shot at anybody who fucking says those three letters uh, that I know everybody's gonna say when they hear this. <laughs> LWO. <laughs> yes, that one. BWO. Actually, no, Blue Mini for Life. LWO. The Guerrero, Negro Cassis, Conan, Psychosis, Rey Mysterio, all those people. Yeah, dude, no, dude, the BWO, fucking gonna get my shit rocked by JBL, uh, fucking For Life, Too Sweet, brother. Like, (laughs) I don't think, I don't think we have any more right now. No, with that, uh, anything you want to bring up before we end it? Um, I'm gonna get a bunch of hate mail, so, like, uh, <laughs> find me on my fucking socials, at Casey Filth on Twitter, at Casey Filth on Instagram, uh, don't look on my Facebook, stay the fuck off of my Facebook, and, um, <laughs> fucking too sweet, uh, NWO style for life, brother, uh, how about uh, Since you? we're playing socials here. You can find me on TikTok, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Kilmurray603. Um, then Hell you can yeah, also really. find Just Plain Filthy on TikTok at Just Plain Filthy Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at JPF Podcast, and we have a group on Facebook called Just Plain Filthy. Are we ever gonna get our fucking uh, our, our, our Facebook page back up eventually? Uh, we were gonna try to, and then Facebook actually took it down, like it did with all the other pages that I tried to delete. Kept them up, but it deleted our page. Damn it! So definitely hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Once we get more people on there, that should have like three thousand likes on Facebook. Fuck you, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Another thing, uh, JP, uh, J- justplainfilthy.com, words, they're hard. Justplainfilthy.com, you go to our podcast section. Uh, you're actually able to submit questions. You're able to submit your music, all that stuff right there. So go to justplainfilthy.com slash podcast. All of our links for all the various sites that host our podcast are on there, a brief synopsis of our show, bands that we featured on the show are featured on there, and you can submit your questions and or music right there with the submission form. So yeah, thank you for brother. checking it out, and uh, have a good one. Yeah, thanks for listening, and remember, don't take wrestling too seriously. If you take wrestling too seriously, you're a jabroni. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs>